Hello, you are listening to Canecast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rednick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today I have Chris Armbruster, Senior Portfolio Manager and Research Analyst of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Midcap Growth Portfolio. Chris, first of all, thank you very much for the time today. Chris, the first quarter of 2022 saw increased volatility leading to an overall flat to negative returns across most equity classes. Can you discuss some of the key drivers that drove these returns? We have entered into a particularly tough time for the markets in general and for growth equities in particular. On February 24th, Russia invaded the independent country of Ukraine. Not only is it a humanitarian crisis, but it inflames the conflict between democracy and authoritarianism around the globe. While the U.S. has yet to be pulled into direct conflict, it was part of a group of countries that levied pointed economic sanctions that have severely impacted the Russian economy. It might take years to fully grasp the economic fallout of this war, but we have already seen key commodities like oil, natural gas, wheat, aluminum, iron, nickel, and lithium rocket higher in price due to production disruption, some realized, some anticipated. With the specter of inflation looming over the economy, the Federal Reserve has also embarked on an interest rate hiking cycle. By slowing the economy, higher rates should, in theory, tamp down inflation, but can also act as a headwind to overall growth and govern multiples the market is willing to give to equities, especially growth equities. We are remaining vigilant in regard to these macroeconomic forces, but continue to prioritize company-level analysis to drive our longer-term conviction for each of our holdings. The KR portfolios typically hold up better during periods of market volatility and market downdrafts, given our focus on high-quality companies. We noticed during the first quarter of 2022, this wasn't really the case. Can you walk us through some of the key reasons behind this? Most down markets are characterized by slowing global growth and tame inflation that clears the way for the Federal Reserve to enact stimulative monetary policy to reverse the course of the economy. In these instances, cyclical, capital-intensive companies are the first to feel the sting of the downdraft, which typically winds up having an outsized impact on their businesses. The KAR portfolios seek to own less capital-intensive companies that self-fund growth and are insulated to some extent from those macro forces. Today's particular period of volatility comes on the heels of a few banner years for these growth names due to the global pandemic, which has made the year-over-year comparisons extremely difficult. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has also put unusual pressure on supply of certain key commodities that are cascading down through the supply chain to royal production and eat into margins of even high-quality businesses. Stock performance in the near term has also been affected by the level of interest rates, which, as we discussed earlier, are heading higher due to the impact of interest rates on multiples. A period like today where we see global growth slowing, yet the 52-week high list is littered with energy and resource names, is highly unusual. Chris, can you walk us through some of the names that detracted most from performance during the quarter and also some examples of companies that contributed very positively to the portfolio? The top five contributors to the mid-cap growth portfolio this quarter are health savings account provider Health Equity, next generation database maker MongoDB, restaurant operator Sweetgreen, creditworthiness determiner Fair Isaac, and digital payment enabler Fleetcore. 
The name we would like to spend a little more time with this quarter is Sweetgreen. It is difficult to differentiate a business within the restaurant space. Barriers to entry are very low, concepts go in and out of favor regularly, and it takes some capital to scale a national or even international footprint. We have seen comparable performance in the space before with a similar company that has an internally developed tech stack and franchise model. We see an analogous setup for Sweetgreen, whose restaurants serve health-conscious bowls and salads. Founded in 2007, the company followed a similar tech-first path, developing a world-class consumer app and enabling its customers to focus on the digital interactions. In 2021, 68% of sweet green orders were digital. Not only do we admire the operational structure of the business, but its growth sits at the intersection of several powerful secular trends, including health and wellness, ingredient transparency, and plant-based foods. We expect over time the company will scale its 140 locations in additional markets across the U.S., and in our view, its tech acumen should contribute to solid operating results. The bottom five detractors from the mid-cap growth portfolio performance for the quarter were landscape supply distributor Site One, programmatic advertising platform TradeDesk, electronic signature leader DocuSign, automated testing equipment manufacturer Teradyne, and insurance provider Goosehead. The detractor we wanted to focus on this quarter is Goosehead Insurance, an insurance broker, meaning they don't have any underwriting risk. The company was structured in a very different way than many peers, separating the sales and service functions that are typically done by the same insurance agents. As a result, we believe Goosehead delivers better service, its net promoter score is twice the industry average, better productivity, new business per agent is one and a half to four times the industry average, and agent retention, which is also twice the industry average. From our view, this setup and its income potential attracts productive agents from around the industry. With upwards of 80 insurance partners, Goosehead is also one of the only companies whose franchisees are able to sell products from multiple insurers. While it has broadened its offerings to include things like auto, flood, and motorcycle, homeowner's insurance is still more than half of Goosehead's premiums, with purchase mortgages around 60% of those new sales. As interest rates have climbed and new home purchases are expected to slow, the stock has come under tremendous pressure. Likely related to expectations of deteriorating home affordability, sales agent productivity turned negative in the fourth quarter of 2021 after growing steadily in the double digits for a number of consecutive prior quarters. We believe the company, with its differentiated business structure and intriguing new digital agent platform, can continue to outgrow the industry in the years to come. Lastly, as we move into the second quarter of 2022, what are some of the key considerations you and the team are evaluating from a portfolio perspective? Many of our holdings are levered to the new economy. Things like digital infrastructure and interactions, software, and automation. Over the last five years, many new players joined this new economy, funded by zealous investors at aggressive valuations. We are vigilant for signs that these companies overspent on technology solutions, overhired, or compensated employees with artificially inflated equity, all of which could lead to cost or spend reductions and or layoffs. While public valuations have come in quite a bit, there are signs that private company valuations, including those of hundreds of still private multi-billion dollar companies, 
need to dramatically re-rate. While we don't think any sort of new economy implosion is imminent or even likely, we acknowledge the potential and are laser-focused on the fundamentals of our holdings for signs of longer-term stresses. Chris, as always, thank you very much for the time and the insight you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. Kane Cast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management. CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.